Benny Mardone's time. Yeah, favorite. Creepiest of the creepy yacht rock songs. Best opening line in any song ever. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. Yeah, leave her alone. They say. Suppose you're a studio musician and you get contracted to do a gig and right. you got like a 16-year-old daughter, right? And you're playing bass and they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to play bass on uh, Benny Mardone's new song. All right, cool. They start the song and the dude goes, <laughs> she's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. You just look over like, all right, where's this going? Hey, man, I'm just here to play bass. Let's see how this plays out. Separated, Separated by, by fools. fools. Okay. We don't know what, don't know what love is yet. That's a weird thing to say, Benny. But I want you to know if, if I, I could, could fly, I'd, I'd snatch your ass up. I'd take you into the night. Take you to my van. And show you love. But see, like all of this would happen only if he could fly. Ah. You see what I'm saying? Since he can't huh. fly. That's a good way of looking is, at it. None of this is possible. So, because Benny can't take flight. Your 16-year-old daughter is safe. Well, now, you know, you can date my 16-year-old daughter if you can fly. It's like having a dream. It's kind of like when pigs fly, that whole thing, you know? Parents everywhere should be thrilled that Benny Mardones does not have wings. <laughs> because, man, if he could fly, it's he would be at your window grabbing your 16-year-old daughter. He would lift you up. <laughs> Taking her into the night. You would never see your teenage daughter again. Some sort of vampire scenario would also be acceptable. Oh, absolutely. Turn into a bat. Right. Sucking the blood of every 16-year-old girl out there. There's nothing to compare it to. Oh, creepy-ass Benny Mardones. If, if, if I could fly. Trying to get an interview with him? Yeah, we're trying to track him down, but uh, we're hitting some uh, hit some roadblocks. Uh, Henry, you got some facts about Benny Mardones is into the night. What you got for us, bro? Oh yeah, hey, how you doing? Great what up? Show. I love it. Thank you, man. Hey, um, so, so I I read that in uh, one of the inserts, CD hmm. inserts and stuff. He says that he was living next door to a family that needed some money. They were very poor. Okay. So when he would go off into like a, a concert or something, that he would instead of like giving him money and making him feel like uh, they, he was giving him money, he would kind of like contract the little brother and the uh, sister to like kind of clean his apartment, Come uh, on. so they can earn the money. Okay. But it was a guy, one of his friends, right, that actually came over one day and saw the girl cleaning as they were in the apartment. Uh, and the guy was there too. Uh, what's the name? Um, the Barbonis guy and his friend were there while the girl was cleaning the apartment. Barbonis. And it was his friend hmm. who actually looked at this young girl who was, I guess, attractive. <laughs> and he was the one who made the comments. And that's ah. how that guy, Barboni, got the idea to make the song. But was there any flight involved? 
<laughs> yeah, did the guy say, hey, man, it, yeah. if I could fly, dude, yeah. I'd be picking that girl up and taking her into exactly. the night. Exactly. That, that wasn't mentioned on the uh, on the leaflet, so. All right, well, that, that is the important caveat of this story. I think so. Is that we are ground-dwelling animals, and if we were not, <laughs> if, we, if we took flight, much like the hawk or the mighty condor, we would certainly snatch up underage girls, take them into the night, and show them love like they have never seen well, before. Well, I mean, you have not from this height. I've <laughs> never seen love from up here. Uh, well, thank you. Oh, I appreciate the uh, clarification of the story, which may or may not be true. You guys are awesome. Thank you are. Man. Thank you very much, man. And uh, Nikki, did that dude ever email you with uh, Benny's contact information? He did, and I left a message. All right. You want to you try calling him real quick? Okay. Just be like, hey, Benny, uh, you know, we'd you love might, to talk you, to you. You might want to tell him you're 16. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just say, hi, Mr. Madonis. This is Nikki. And, and that you're, you know, you're tired of being on the ground. Yep. You'd like to, uh, you'd like to take flight. Okay, so uh, frequently I will do the voice of my mother-in-law on the air. She is a very uh-huh. a woman of significant voice. She is a very unique, very distinct voice, very distinct right. indeed. And she is a unique woman in that when it comes time for family get-togethers, she doesn't host them. She allows her daughters to buy and prepare all the food, and then my mother-in-law shows up with to-go boxes that she has taken from Applebee's or any other restaurant, washed out at home, right? and shows up with these to-go boxes ready to take food home. Man, food is expensive, man. You got to cut corners where you can. It is true. And uh, she has a voice that kind of sounds like this. It goes from a hush into a... And by the way, I know it sounds like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've read every single comparison, so you can save them from the Twitter. Now, Merlin, as I like to call her, will now read you a sampling of some complaint letters that people wrote who were angry of the FCC allowing Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. I'm writing to voice my displeasure of the naked Beyonce aired at the end of the Super Bowl 50 halftime show. Benny Mardones? Hi, is this Benny Mardones? How you doing? Who is this? Hey, my name's Drew Garabo on Drew Garabo Live. How you doing, Mr. Mardones? Hey, Drew, I'm doing pretty good. Hey. Good, man. I got to tell you, dude, we play your song Into the Night every Friday because it's, in my opinion, I'm sure you've, uh, you're familiar with the term yacht rock. It is the greatest yacht rock anthem it is. of all time. <laughs> and it, it defines the genre. It, it really, if someone said to me, what song defines yacht rock, it is Benny Mardone's uh, Into the Night. So congratulations on that, sir. Thank you, my friend. Sure. I just have to ask, when you're in the studio recording the song, and uh, you probably got a bunch of hired hands on, you know, you were sitting there, when you bust out with the lyric, she's just 16 years old, leave her alone, they say, anybody look at you like, should we call 911 now? No, no. The people who know the true story behind it. The song was about her being abandoned, her and her brother and sister being abandoned by their father. Oh. And... They came. They just showed up in my apartment. I lived in the same building as they did, and he was a struggling set designer on Broadway. And one morning, the three kids knocked on my door, and they were crying. And I, I brought him in. I said, "What in the world's going on?" And he said, "Her dad took off with another woman, and his ship had just come in." And, you know, when my ship came in, the first thing I did was pay off my mother's home. And made sure that my family all had money and took care of them. His ship came in. He ran it off with a girl in the chorus line. So 
I, I said to them, not knowing how, but I said to them, we're going to get through this and everything's going to be all right. So I gave them all three jobs. Uh, the older sister, she, I would give her $50 to come in on Saturday and clean my apartment. The boy, Sean, used to come after school and I'd give him 20 bucks to run up and get me a pack of cigarettes or a gallon of milk, just just anything so that he could keep the change so he had money to in his pocket while he was in high school. And the one that was most devastated was Heidi. She was 16 years old and her job, I gave her $50 and every morning before school, before she leave for school, she'd take my basset hound, Zanky album do for a, a walk and feed him and get him settled because we were getting up in the after sleeping until the afternoon. And one night, Robert Tapper and I were up all night playing the lick. Dun, 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 dun. And I said, unbelievable. All of a sudden, the key in the do door turned, and I said, oh, my God, it's morning already. We were up all night. She walked in, dressed for school. Now I'm talking 19, late 1979, so she had the mini skirt and the stacked heels and everything else, and she walked in ready for school. And as she walked out, Robert said, oh, my word. I said, she's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. And a minute later, I said, play that lick again. And he played it, and I went, she's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. And separated by fools who don't know what love is yet was directed at the father. And it's like having a dream, said designer. Yeah. And, ha and wa having it all and watching it fall apart because it, it destroyed the family. But she became so popular being the girl in the song, Scott Muni at WNEW. I was doing a live broadcast from the bottom line in New York City. And, you know, Scott Muni called me and said, Benny, Scott Muni, listen, for the broadcast, is the girl real or is it made up? I said, no, it's real. She lives in my building. He said, could you bring the family down to the show? And I said, sure. And they came down, and she got so popular from being the girl in Into the Night that she started getting invited to A-list parties wow. and stuff like that. And one night she met and fell in love with a young man, and she was going to wait till she was 18. She fell in love with the son of a hotel builder and moved to San Juan, Puerto Rico after she got married, lived in a mansion, brought her mother over to spend her final days with her there. And everybody ended up, great and every christmas i get a card and it simply says you changed my life so i always tell the fans they they changed her life because without the fans and without radio the song may have just gotten lost somewhere Man. I get a christmas card every year from her that says you changed my life Dude, wow. what a feeling that's got to be. Benny Mardone is on our phone right now, uh, Into the Night, a huge song, charted twice on Billboard, once in 1980, and then Into the Night, 89, charted once again for you. That had to be a pretty happy moment, right, Benny? Absolutely. Yeah. The song has been a blessing to me. Yeah, man. And uh, you had your uh, your own struggles with addiction through the years. You pulled yourself out of it. Here you find yourself in 2016. Uh, I'm sure still very beloved, especially in uh, in the upper uh, upstate New York area. Are you still performing? Yeah, I, I did a My last concert was November 
10th at the Capitol Theater, uh, the Palace Theater in New York. We sold out. Eddie Money came up on stage with me. Dude. And we, we were doing each other's hits. Man, that's fantastic. Nice remember. Wow. But that... I, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I, I was diagnosed 15 years ago with Parkinson's. Oh, man. And so I'm dealing with that. I, I literally, I just walked in five minutes ago from seeing the doctor, checking me up, says I'm doing great. Good. And uh, I got a new album that's coming out on iTunes called Timeless. Dude, I would absolutely love to. In the meantime, everybody uh, needs to check out and download Into the Night, the Benny, huge Benny Mardona's anthem. Benny, listen, I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you got a clean bill of health from your doctor. You need to know that people throughout the United States of America, especially here in Tampa, Florida, love you and your anthem Into the Night. You've definitely set the record straight and cleared up uh, a lot of misconceptions about that song for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners. Thank you, sir. Continued success and good health, and we'll touch base again when the uh, next album comes out. Thank you, Benny. I appreciate the time. God bless you. God bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. much. Take care. Holy shit. Crap. Man, he just debunked my whole theory on this thing. And I, <laughs> the fact that flight it had involved vampires that evolved it. Man. Nikki, great job. Thank you. We had a listener tweet us uh who said I can get you in touch with Benny Mardones. Today? Uh it happened what last week? Last week and I called and I left him a message. Yeah. And I got no response. I've emailed him a bunch of times and who knew just calling him randomly. I was he answered and I was like, Is this Benny Mardonas? And he's like, Yeah. And I asked him if we could talk to him. He said, When? I said, How about right now for two minutes? Yeah, Nikki, I think ever since Nikki joined the show and I found Benny Mardonis' email address online, I said, you got to get Benny on the show. And I know she emailed him 15 times, and I think we just finally gave up, and I'm glad that listener gave us his number. I just, something told me to play into the night there, and I did, and then that caused me to go, hey, call him. You know, I mean, he explained the story, and now it makes total sense. It's still a tough sell. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It It is a tough sell. Anytime you start off a song, she's just 16 years old, leave her alone, they say. I think this story was maybe created after the fact. You're saying there might be a little (laughs) bit of mythology. Benny's made himself out to be quite the hero with that story. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you see, I was saying if I could whisk her into the night away from all the evil of the world and show her a platonic love. It would have been, like, if he would have been like, well, I used to smoke this crazy stuff, man. (laughs) And I thought I was a bird man. I was going to pick up the little 16 year old girl. I would have been like, okay, I believe it. And then he blamed the other guy for being the pervert. Right. (laughs) I love Benny. Benny rules. All right, we're going to come back, and I promise you I'll give you Marilyn, my uh, mother in law, reading the rest of the complaint letters. Uh, Yes, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Matt. Matt. Yeah, hey, Drew. I just want to let y'all know that I've been listening for a long time. Huge fans. We've gone back and forth. You've blocked me. I've forgotten when to see. And that is one of the coolest things that's things that has ever happened on your show that was awesome dude yeah the uh the synchronicity of it all is pretty amazing i wish i could take credit for it but we just we took a swing at something and it worked and uh thanks for appreciating it man and i do i have a, have you unblocked now because i will unblock oh, you yeah. all right good i'm yeah, glad, yeah, we're, glad yeah. we're cool thank you man appreciate that appreciate the feedback and uh we'll get to Marilyn's uh complaint letters i need a minute to really decompress and make sure that really <laughs> happened ladies and gentlemen mr mike calta what's up mike Oh, I just wanted to say that. That was wonderful. Dude, I, I just, you know, I can't even believe the way radio works sometimes. It reminded me of when you guys had you know, Rod Stewart's limo driver on, and like, what if Rod Stewart had been in the back of the limo, and he's like, oh, hello, lads, just want to clear up the misconceptions about that pumping the gallons of you-know-what out of my stomach. 
By the way, I, I get the uh, you're right. I get the uh, the equation there, but I have to point out it was uh, Kevin Spacey's brother who is a Rod Stewart impersonator who is also a limo driver. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. My bad. I had Rod Stewart on the brain. Uh, yeah, no. That, I, I got to tell you though, I'm with Kevin. I don't buy it. Uh, it, it, it's a convenient story for sure. I just, uh, you know, he's probably been asked so many times that uh, he created a mythology about it. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? And I gave the brother $20, and I said, go get me some cigarettes so you can keep the chain. Oh, St. Benny. You know you were looking at her in that miniskirt, you little pervert. St. <laughs> Benny Mardones indeed, sir. <laughs> uh, what are you doing tonight? Um, I don't know. Probably just going home and hanging out with my dude. Why? What are you doing tonight? I think we're going to do a little Eddie V's action, but then I want to go see, I heard you guys talking about the Sasha Baron Cohen movie, and I want to go see it afterwards. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, if I can bring a plus one in the form of a 12-year-old kid, I would love to join you. What time are you going? Oh, I'm sorry, we got disconnected. <laughs> yeah. I'll text no, you. I'm just kidding. I'll text you. I don't you. know. I'll, I'll text you from dinner, and if uh, you guys still want to go afterwards, I don't care. Man, we, all right, we would love to. Please, uh, please hit me up after dinner tonight. All right, Seth, I love you. I love you, Mike. See you, Michael. Oh, we didn't even see if he's going to make out with Nikki today. Yes. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. The first rule of the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day is don't talk about it. Just tweet me at Seth Kush and tell me how much you love it because I love you. Kisses, Bay. There was a city-run pregnancy seminar in Indonesia. Tangerang. The mayor made a pretty ridiculous claim. He said that babies can become gay by consuming instant noodles and milk formula. Quote, to create Indonesian children that are healthy, smart, and competitive, the most important thing is from the beginning to provide them adequate nutrition, especially breastfeeding. The reason parents today are so busy that they resort to feeding their children formula and quick instant meals, he says, has a negative impact on the child's development. So, it's no wonder recently that there are more LGBT. Uh, Indonesia's minister of, by the way, Indonesia, not too cool with the LGBT lifestyle. Uh, they urge for LGBT students to be banned from universities. While being gay is not a crime in the Muslim-majority country except for the province of Sharia uh, ruled Aceh, it is still not widely accepted. Well, so so noodles and formula yeah. are turning the babies gay. That's right. Uh-huh. If you want gay babies, noodles and formula. That's the way to get them. So we'll ask you to shout out your sexy gay food. 727 727- Five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. We'll put you on hold, Sergeant Oki, and we'll have you shout out your sexy gay food. Let's see if we can do this. Huh? All right, all right. You feeling it? I think so. It's been a while. I know. I think I'm feeling it. All right. Well, it takes me a second just to get loose. Jesse, what's your gay food? Couscous. Yeah. Didn't take me long at all. Well, I'll be right back. I got to make a tinkle. Rob, what's your sexy gay food? Rainbow sprinkles. 
Yeah! 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. We support all gay food rights. Damn right! <laughs> gay foods matter. 800-771-1025 and 727-579-1025. Whether gay or straight, well, I got a big weenie. Patrick, what's your sexy gay food? Giant zucchini. Yeah. All right. Topics like this will put me in a good mood. Patrick, what's your sexy gay food? Another gay dude. Yeah, that's what you eating. Yeah. Uh, uh, 727-579-1025. Yeah. Yesterday I had a pancake, didn't have no waffle. Meat man, what's your sexy gay ass food? Yeah, that's a sexy gay food right there. That ain't meat. That's no, that's not meat. I don't think. What is a falafel exactly? It's, uh, crushed up chickpeas, deep fried. Ugh. Yeah, I have falafel chips now. They're awesome. Yeah, falafel chips. Yeah, with hummus. All right. Yeah. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. You might think this is funny, but it's not. John, what's your sexy gay food? Come Yeah! 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. I can't see really clearly. There's a lot of fog. James, what's your sexy gay food? Foot long hot dog. Yeah! That's what it is. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Went down in a canyon, stuffed Carol by Burroughs. Andy, what's your sexy gay food? A big long churro. Oh, with that cinnamon sprinkle on it. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Love some churros, man. If you don't love churros, you don't love life. The Indonesian mayor said that instant noodles and formula can make babies gay. We're asking you to shout out your sexy gay food at 727-579-1025. Last night, woke up from a really bad dream. Paul, what's your sexy gay food? Strawberry ice cream. Very, very gay. Thank you, dog. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Uh, I paint a picture called the Mona Lisa. Tanner, what's your sexy gay food? Tanner? Cauliflower pizza. Thank you. That is a pretty gay food. Just saying, dude. Don't be mad at me. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Got it. Wish I had a physique just like Chris Nacos. Sherry, what's your sexy gay food? Hot pink taco. Oh, my. Chris Nacco, Pasco County Sheriff. Got a nice physique. That was a reference that I just made right there. I can do crazy voices like my man Rich Littles. Jackson, what's your sexy gay food? Get on. Tasting that rainbow. Uh, uh, uh. Too much sexy gay food will give you diarrhea. Tim, what's your sexy gay food? Grape sangria. Sorry, interrupted you with my bullhorn there, my B dog. Got too many buttons to push at once. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Oh my God, it's SBK's favorite food. It's a favorite dessert of SBK. Oscar, what's your sexy gay food? 
creme brulee. Yeah. yeah. I love that fancy pudding. Mm-hmm. Burnt milk on top. Yeah. Do I eat gay food? Well, duh. Greg, what's your sexy gay food? Greg? What's Uh-oh. your... It's pronounced pho, son. Pho. P-H-O. Pronounced pho. He busted up your flow. Busted up my pho. Yeah. Uh, uh. Best guitarist in the world, not Satriani. It's by Van Halen. Oh, I just screwed everything up. Satriani plays guitar, but better is Eddie. Uh, what's your sexy gay food, Brad? Spaghetti. <laughs> Joe Satriani, I believe, playing in concert this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. This is all genuine. Ain't no time for fake. Eddie, what's your sexy gay food? Fruitcake. Damn straight. I can kick it from midnight until noon. Stu, what's your sexy gay food? Macaroons. Stu. Yeah. Too much rapping might make my throat hurt. Scott, what's your sexy gay food? Talking about that great yogurt. Yeah. Got these buttons going all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh. Well, it might be gay if you slob on a knob. Rob, what's your sexy gay food? Put a kernel in your mouth, son. You know what I'm saying? If I released a single, it'd be hot on the charts. Mark, what's your sexy gay food? Man fart. It said Pop Tarts on the screen. Yeah, you can't eat that. Pop Tarts. Oh, it's Mike Couch's favorite cereal on line five. My rhyme is straight, no ifs, ands, or buts. Greg, what's your sexy gay food? These nuts. That's a grape nuts. Man, people be. That's not, that's his favorite. Perpetrate. Perpetrating all over the place. Favorite piece of the chicken is a nice juicy thigh. Corey, what's your sexy gay food? Boston cream pie. <laughs> 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Let's wrap this up. Line six, do you go the APE sound or the EPE sound? APE. APE. All right, all right. <clears throat> Gonna sell my raps because I got to make them papes. Jay, what's your sexy gay food? Yo, great. <laughs> and that's how you shout out your sexy gay food. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.